Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's over for Buffalo. Mm. It's over. I'm telling you. Yeah. That defense, nice. Mm-hmm. It's the coach. Yeah. You can keep his scheme, but you can't keep his leadership. Yo, let me go talk to this player like this. Mm. Let me go meet this one where they're at. Let me go challenge this one. Let me cut this one. What you doing? Let me. So you can keep his scheme, but, you, but he ain't there. That's Brandon Marshall on the Bills' loss to Leslie nope. Frazier. Start tanking. He said it's hold over. On, hold on. I don't think that what he says there, I don't believe. If Okay. Remove. It's over. I was going to say, that's, that's the, that's the headline, right? And the rest of it is probably exactly right. If there's one impression I have of Leslie Frazier, you know, for better or for worse, however you feel about him as a coach, conversations with Leslie Frazier, you know, we talked to him at training camp, seen him on meeting the media, whenever. His whole demeanor that I get, not as a player that's coached by him, but the, I think the presence he gives, gives off, Joe, is like a character in a movie who can say, I've seen it all, man. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I've seen a lot of bleep. Yeah. And veteran coach, I I think he would probably be a tremendous asset to have for a rookie corner, for Christian Bentford switching to safety. Sean McDermott, I think most of us know by now, the reputation for McDermott is McDermott is intense. McDermott yep. is firebrand and Frazier seems to me like the other side of the pillow, whatever, the other side of the coin. And I could see where the two of them together would be really good, right? We, you see this a lot. We, we talked about this a lot with Brian Dable. Hey, McDermott's going to say be conservative, and someone's there to push back against that. And you weren't going to change Dable. So maybe while they butted heads at times, they would have represented two sides of the coin yeah. that could check each other. And from a leadership standpoint, I do think that that might be right about Leslie Frazier. I mean, Tyler Dunn has written about McDermott a little bit, that sometimes he might rub his coaches the wrong way. Sometimes he might be tough to take. Chad Hall has left. Yep. He didn't answer the question about what happened with Chad Hall. He just left. Okay? He wanted a better opportunity. And this happened with the special teams coach. This has happened with a couple coaches that just leave. And whether or not it's true about McDermott burning people out a little bit, that might be because they can't stand the heat. Might be because he runs too hot. You know, whatever. This kind of stuff happens. I'm not accusing McDermott of anything great, mm-hmm. crazy. So everything he said there about Leslie Frazier, other than it's over for Buffalo, 
I think the rest right. of it is probably exactly right. That he knows how to take a player, talk to him about this, make this adjustment, be a leader of men. That is a, a thing that coaches, of course, have to do. Every one of our conversations with Don Granado on this station, yeah, it's not a lot of X's and O's. It's a lot more about his decisions, how he wants to mix the lines. I'd rather have them be mad at me than mad at each other. And It's people management. It is absolutely yeah. people management. And that is a huge part of being a coach in the NFL, of being a coordinator, of being especially a head coach. But how are you treating different players knowing that this kind of message works with this guy and this kind of message works with this guy? It is about getting the most out of your players. You have problems with his scheme? Okay. Maybe there's some changes there. How big of a loss is Frazier stepping away for a year? And is that a fancy way to say he's just going away? Yeah. I don't know the answer to those questions. I'm not diminishing it, though. I think it's a loss. They value him. They have valued him for seasons. And if it's his decision to step away, that means it's not their decision, which means they wanted him back. Right. He, by the way, I was checking for this the other day. They finally updated it. So the Bills website that lists their coaching staff, they no longer list the defensive coordinator. I was wondering if they might keep him listed. Because to me, one of the possible outcomes, even if it was the least likely, is Frazier will take a year off and then he will return as defensive coordinator next year. But he's not listed. So I'm still wondering if they, they're they done. I mean, Sal kind of, you know, his report about it's likely McDermott will have an increased role in play calling and whatnot. Like, to me, I'm thinking that's probably what's going to happen and that they're not going to hire a defensive coordinator just because they're too late in the game. So what are they losing, though? I mean, like, the play, the leader stuff and, and all of, like, how he handles people, Frazier, too, I think all of that can be right. And I'm still going to feel like there's a – I'm going to feel like they could really upgrade defensive play calling-wise. Yeah, just I, mixing it up. Like I'm not that's not to say Frazier has been bad. Nope, I know because he's look. Find me a defensive coordinator in the league in the last six years that has had a higher rate of success than Leslie Frazier. Personnel matters. You, you won't find it. DVOA, they're top five every year except for the one year they were 14th. Like they're great and. We got a lot of anger at, at Leslie Frazier after the season. People wanted him fired. But I feel like that might just happen everywhere because I bet you the same reaction on other teams right now is just looking at, well, Leslie Frazier just became available. Can we coerce him into coming here? Because we'd love that. Next year, he'd be a hot candidate if he decides to return to coaching because what will you look at? You'll look at the success rate. You'll look at the numbers. You'll look at his reputation. And a lot of that points to he's – a top defensive coordinator in football. Mm-hmm. With saying that, because McDermott's the head coach, and because they do have still a lot of talent, Von Miller, you know, depending if he's back, I feel like they're not gonna they're not gonna miss it that much. They'll they'll maintain if they, they drop from second in DVOA defensively to seventh because of this, or in part because of this. I'm not gonna feel like they're any different in their chances to win a well, Super Bowl. He is going to leave the same time that Poyer is probably going to leave, and maybe Edmonds. maybe Edmonds. So that the totality of it—it's a is... big, big change. So yeah. th- there's a point to be made in there about you know defense and chasing the defense and how good it can be. I've, I'd like to bring up another point. He gets 
he gets a lot of the 13 seconds, right? Yeah, he probably – does he get most of it? Maybe I mean, McDermott I, I, gets I, most of it, but he does. He I, does. I'll ask. How could it not be on McDermott instead? They called timeouts before each play. Right. Everything was discussed. It's not like we just, you know, no huddle, what's the call? It was right. You have to, you have a commercial break to talk about your strategy. I'm not saying it's all McDermott or it's all Frazier in those 13 seconds. The kick is involved in there too. But if you go back to that that epic collapse in those seconds, they also lost a coin toss which mattered there too. But if you go back to that that collapse, they discussed it at length throughout the process and lost anyway. Yeah. And then the players talked about it a little bit and what yeah. Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde said Levi Wallace didn't go rogue. There's right. miscommunication on this. How does how does 13 seconds just get tied to Frazier? Just because he's the one that's leaving? He's not going to be here next year? Well, because yes, he's, he's the, the play caller. He's the play caller. But you make a good point about the timeouts. McDermott calls timeouts all the time to get in the right call. Right. So in those moments, is that not McDermott saying what he wants? Why else is he calling timeout? Is he calling timeout to find out what Leslie Frazier was going to call in all those timeouts? Right. I mean, it's a... It's a feature of a Sean McDermott-led team is to call timeouts on big plays to get the right call in. He's not making those calls. He's not already got his finger, whatever, got his 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 fingerprints on the defense, as he should. He's the head coach. It's his team. Run it like this. Do it like this. This is what I want. So I'm, I'm not doing backflips over Leslie Frazier being gone. Yeah. And if you are, okay. If you are, what I think that you might be doing is chasing defense. And chasing defense, to me, is fraught with problems. Look what happened in the playoffs. Look what happened. Who made it through? The best offenses. In the Super Bowl, number one offense against number one defense, Philadelphia. How'd they do? Didn't matter. They got shredded. Yeah. How did... I mean, the, the Niners' defense, I guess they couldn't really hold up because... Brock Purdy and they couldn't throw and you know the game script get out of control. But if Purdy does play, isn't that game probably a shootout? Isn't that also 35-31? Yep. At worst. Yep. If you're tr- if you're chasing defense all the way, I think you're just in for disappointment. And it's one of the reasons I think a lot of Bills fans, Joe, are ready for. Sure, you want to make changes, Frazier? Okay. Poyer, okay. Um, yes, the defense is going to need some attention, but I better see this team invest in their offense. It's got to be better. It's got to be right. You, yeah. you, you almost have to be. You have to pursue unstoppable on offense rather than the team that makes the most stops because it's a league tilted toward offense. Play a perfect game, get a defensive holding call. That offense gets another try. Get a get a roughing the passer. I mean, the best defense in the league. How they lose the game? They got a flag thrown on them. Fla- right. Flags on a defense can can end a game, can lose a game for you. Flags on an offensive play that never happens with ten yard loss of down. You get another try, like every time. Right. So, the 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 Frazier departure. It's I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm disappointed by it. I would say I'm not expecting much different from them going forward. If they change a little bit of what they do, okay. You know what they'll probably do? Be good on defense. They'll probably be top five because Sean McDermott defenses are always excellent. And then what? Then we'll get to the playoffs, and we'll see if they can put up more points than the Chiefs or, or Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And if they can't do that, well, then they're going to go out. What? We're going to say when they lose 32-29, to 29, we're mad about the defense again? 
I guess what you're looking for is a one-off. You're looking for the Bengals half against the Chiefs in their AFC title. Give me a scoreless half in a big game. Yeah. And they did that against Houston and lost anyway. But man, I'm I'm doing I'm going down a rabbit hole I probably shouldn't be, but I'm rewatching the 13 seconds right now. Yeah. And it's like the full full broadcast. Okay. How much time between plays to talk about it all? I'm doing it right now. So after the kickoff, it's pretty immediate. It's probably like 45 seconds. I'm still between the Tyreek Hill play and the Travis Kelsey play right now, and I'm already at a minute and a half. They called timeout. They, the Chiefs called timeout. So you had them setting the ball. Then you had them line up. Then after the timeout, then you had the Bills call timeout, and then you have all that time in between. So they ball, the ball was just snapped, and it was a minute and 50 seconds to, you know, to figure out that play call. And th- what's funny is, like, they don't really show the Bills talking on the sidelines. They do show Leslie Frazier at one point. They show McDermott run up and call the timeout. So while the camera is, you know, looking at Harrison Butker doing something, Frazier and McDermott, I'm sure, like, there is a conversation being had there. I can't imagine McDermott's not a part of it. But it, the, the right thing to probably do is you don't want to absolve anybody from that. Right. Everybody, everybody had their hand in the bowl. But... Frazier's a part of it, mm-hmm. and he does, does, does he have a reputation, at least here, does he have a reputation for being too conservative with his play calling? They have, they can have a conservative style of defense. They're in their whole formula for five years, six years, especially when they play teams like the Chiefs and the Bengals is, we're just going to sit back. You, you're going to make your mistakes. We're going to bet that you can't yeah. beat us on 12-play drives. That's their bet. That's it their was. formula to, and, to stop top offenses. And that had to change this year with Micah Hyde going out. It did. And Poyer missing considerable time. But I think... And the, Trey White not being 100%. Like The, the defense had... Yeah. What? It, it was patchwork. Well, what will be part of, I think, Frazier's reputation among Bills fans, which is why I think it started getting more frustrating, is... I've got how they play defense in general. I've got the 13 seconds plays where they are backed off. And then I've got the Bengals game where they were they were back the whole time. Third and three inviting you to take the five yards. Just sitting back. And I think the reputation that, that I think that has fallen more so on Frazier than McDermott of they are very, very conservative with their play calling defensively. And when it's time to get into press, time to blitz, time to go after it a little bit, were they not doing it enough? I, I, I don't know the X's and O's of like when they should have been doing that. Feels like the third and three against the Bengals though should have been one of those times, and you one. didn't, and you didn't do it. No, it's a bad one. Eight hundred three hundred five fifty update. Tyler Bertuzzi traded to the Bruins. Okay, he was the number one player in TSN's trade trade bait list. Which means the number one player now is Thatcher Demko. Not the look. Is it Carolina's first Carolina's round pick? Carolina's first round pick. Can no. Carolina actually I'm seeing is getting not criticism, but they, they traded for Shane Gostaspear. They're the one contender in the East that has really not done anything major. No. They usually do. They usually and do. And their owner talked about being aggressive. And they're sitting here with they've got all their picks still. Tampa's yeah. done it. Toronto's done it. The Rangers have done it. The Devils have done it. Yep. And they're sitting here with all their picks, and they might not have anybody out there that's worth dealing for. Scott in Rochester. Go ahead, Scott. Hey, guys. I wanted to jump in on the Frazier discussion and also talk about the offense a little bit. 
as far as Frazier goes, like, you know what it really mattered the most, regardless of whether he's calling these plays or McDermott is calling the plays, they generally no-show. They no-show against Kansas City in the playoffs. They no-showed against Cincinnati in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, the regular season's good, but, I mean, when you need when you need Frazier to be Frazier and be, the defense to be elite, they're not. I guess, Scott, without, year, without disagreeing, I just want to follow up with one one question. Which yep, yep. which defense showed up in the playoffs? Not for the Bills. What NFL team had its defense show up in the playoffs? And that's the thing. It's an offensive league. Yeah. So, you, you know what? The defense doesn't show up, but you need the offense to show up. But everyone seems to think we're running a Ken Dorsey Learning Academy here instead of trying <laughs> to win a championship. So, you know, we have to let Dorsey develop. Like, well, we, we don't really have time for that. Like, this is Allen in his prime, like, unstoppable Allen as far as the physicality and you know that's going to go away in a couple of years so I mean we got to worry but I'm really more worried about the play calling as I was all year this year Dorsey had no no um no vision it was basically the same stuff all year and defensive coordinators figured him out so I'm not worried so much about Frazier so much as I am what are we going to do on offense to make us unstoppable you know yep thanks Scott I I laughed when you said Ken Dorsey Learning Academy because I think that hearing you say it that way, there's part of me that feels the same way. Like, you went to a rookie play caller, there were going to be questions about that, and they think and hope he can grow into year two. Okay, I hope I hope they're right, I hope things get better. It wasn't bad, but the margins are small, right? You don't have – the margins between the Bills and the Chiefs are small, and I think that we would all agree that – you know, the Chiefs have better coaching in the offensive play-calling department. That shouldn't come as a surprise. A Hall of Fame coach has had a better and more experienced resume than the first-year play-caller. But the first-year play-caller is a choice. You make that choice to do that. So that's why I laughed. Like, I don't I don't think that's misguided. I think that's a, that is a, you know, a little snarky way to say it, but it, there's truth in there. Maureen and Clarence. Good morning, Maureen. Back to hockey. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I had tried to call the other day and actually got bumped because of the Leslie Frazier news. But anyway, um, the conversation the other day where they do the um, call-in from Don Granado, and uh, they were discussing the possibility of some of the players being nominated for some of these awards coming up. And I think Howard mentioned that, uh, you know, Granado should be in the mix for Coach of the Year. And I have a, a very strong feeling on that because I think I've often thought the, I, I'm starting to question some of these awards that they give and why they give them. Um, it shouldn't just go to the coach that has the team that has the best record. I think they should be looking at what Granado has done here in a very short time is the turnaround. And the turnaround of the team uh, has, has created such a, a positive energy in, in the room. Uh, he has, brought back uh, young players' careers who were kind of like, uh, what's his name, Darlene. Darlene was getting bumped. Uh, Thompson was getting bumped. They weren't playing under Ralph. Uh, he was, uh, he, when, when they brought in Tuck and Turka, Tuck, while he was a great, you know, he was playing great, he wasn't the great player. He was playing behind so many top players out in Vegas. And look at his career, how it has taken off. And, I mean, his name is, is is out there, and I had never really heard of him before. Not that I'm the expert, but I think I think uh, a coach is so much more 
than just the wins and losses of the team. And I think he has done a tremendous job at his uh, his style of coaching and bringing players along and bringing giving them uh, the the uh, I can't freedom. He gives them the freedom to make mistakes. Yeah. 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 And the the other thing I wanted to mention was Paul um, uh, Hamilton. I I love listening to this guy. He is uh, he he brings so much information that you don't know or you wouldn't get anywhere else. I feel his his comments on how the trades go down and what you know where people will just complain. Well, the Sabers didn't do anything, and how he explained the fact that. Um, they maybe not. They didn't get the same consideration, or they wanted more from the Sabers. Um, I just think that he brings a lot to the programming. Uh, you know, for for all listeners, but for you know people like me, I've been around hockey for a long time, and I mean he he tells he tells things that I was never aware of, and I just think he's very credible to the program, uh, to the program, to the station, and to you know what he does yep. as, a, as a reporter. Thank, yeah, thanks, Maureen, and yeah, we love. Love Paul. Love having Paul on. He'll be on probably the afternoon, guys, I'd imagine, today. It's game day. Sabres pregame, 6 o'clock. Sabres and Bruins. Thanks for, the call. Thanks for the call. On Granado as head coach of the year, most sports, coach of the year goes to, oops, the team we thought we wouldn't be good, yep. wouldn't be that good, is better than we thought. It's you, you heard a lot of noise for Sean McDermott should get coach of the year for how he navigated the Bills through the DeMar Hamlin stuff, all that, right? Yep. Didn't finish top three. Why? Because Brian Dable and the Giants were better than they were supposed to be. And who were the other candidates? It was Sirianni, the Eagles. They were great. Better than they're supposed to be. Who was the third? Doug Peterson. Look at the Jaguars. Yep. From worst in the league, just about to better. Oh, no, they were. They picked number one. Yeah, they were. To division winner. They won the division. Yep. Yep. And And, and and won a playoff game. And if Granado gets into the playoffs, he'll have a look at it. Because the Sabres are not supposed to make it. If they do, if they finish seventh... He might win it. Do you know the other uh, nominees right now? Or for, the other the betting odds favorites? For Coach of the Year? Coach of the Year. There's only four names listed, and I will tell you that Granado is not one of the four names yep. listed right now. In the NHL, Coach of the Year, it yep. would be... Um, I mean, I want to say Boston, because they're so far ahead, and that was supposed to be maybe a rebuilding year. Yep, good guess. Is that right? Jim yeah. Montgomery is the favorite at minus 350. Let me guess the, te- yeah, let me guess the teams instead of the, yep. the coaches, because it really comes down to... And Montgomery, by the way, the Bruins are on pace for the NHL record in points and wins. That'll so do it. if you get history, sometimes that can overcome no one thought you were going to be good. I'll take Lindy Ruff. He is second, plus 500. Love to see Lindy win it. I'll take... I want to say... Hmm. I mean, I guess the stars. No? No, nope, nope. not them. Granado, it feels like, should be listed for me over one of these guys, but... Seattle? Seattle is on here. Dave's Hackstall, plus 1,400, and then you're missing the guy who's in third. Is it east or west? East. Rangers? Nope. They've been great. It's not one of your oh, surprise teams. Carolina. Yeah, Rod okay. Brindamore, plus okay. 1,200. So, yeah, if Granado makes the playoffs... He'll be he'll in, be a nominee. He'll, he'll be in the mix. Uh, he'll be a finalist. It it does seem like I would say Boston's a favorite. Minus three fifty. Yeah, it's, it the, it's although shouldn't it be? 
It's the kind of year where they're always good. They were not supposed to. This was a year that starting the season we said, could Boston fall out? Is it time for them to fall out? That did happen to Washington. That's kind of happening to Pittsburgh. And Boston responded with a 47-8-5 mark. Yeah, right. And I I think if he doesn't get it, let's say they kind of plateau here and they don't don't set the records that they're on pace for um, and they kind of, you know, limp their way into the playoffs a bit, which has not been happening. But if that happens... Here's why I actually don't think Granado will have a look at it. I think he could be a finalist. If it comes down to we're going to give it to the guy coaching the team that we didn't think was going to be good, Lindy's going to win it. Because the Devils were right where the Sabres were, but they're not just finding a way into the playoffs. Like They are third in the NHL in points. And they could win their division still. And they're, they traded for Timo Meyer. Right. So I, and- I think Granado could be a finalist, but... If we're giving it to the team that's the most surprising, it's gonna be it's gonna be Lindy. I'm gonna snark something real quick here, so that it doesn't count. Because it doesn't mean I'm mad at the Sabres, okay? I'm not mad at the Sabres. Uh-huh. Um did New Jersey hit fast forward at any point? <laughs> Sorry. I'm not mad. I just don't like hearing that phrase. Yep. You can't fast forward. Of course you can. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> do you win? All the time. I, I I watch a video on YouTube. What happens? I little see the thing in the corner that says skip ads. I skip the ads. Yeah. That's fast forward. Here's a, well. Here's another way of thinking of it. If they don't hit fast forward at any point, be how long will it take them to be like a cup contender? Though that's a good question because here's another. All right, on the other side, I got an answer for you because I think right. there's another trap I'm seeing a few people, my opinion, fall into about. Well, the time's not right. I'll tell you what I mean next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 